Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Welcome to the Gaming with Scissors podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Gaming with Scissors podcast. I'm your host, Nitro Weasel 3K. I don't care about any of the things. I am joined, uh, as always, by uh, Piper. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Fantastic. And uh, we actually have a new person with us now who is hopefully going to be writing for the site here pretty shortly. Um, His name is uh, Corey. I don't know what handle you want to go by, so I'm not going to just introduce you to something random. I've got far too many, so. (laughs) Stay away from his handles. That's right. Yeah, I got to stay away from your handle. (laughs) It's uncomfortable for everybody. No express permission. Yeah, exactly. No, no written permission. <laughs> it's like when you have to, it's like when you got to get on your friend's bus when you're in uh, middle school and they won't let you on because you know the fat old lady that arrives the bus won't let you get on there because you don't have a handwritten note from your mom. Yeah, <laughs> note to touch your handle zone. Okay, so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, what kind of stuff games do you like? And uh, I don't know what, why do you want to write for the site? I guess. Um, games I like. Um, I like anything really involving numbers. I've always been a big fan of RPGs. Uh, my first major gaming obsessions were like the old school RPGs on like Super Nintendo, uh, Legends of Mana, uh, Final Fantasy, of course. And then I moved on more into like fighting games. Um, then, you know, one day I got a computer and started playing more along the lines of, like, uh, RTSs, and that's been my real big shtick for a really long time. I'm a big fan of numbers. Uh, I play D&D a lot, so I like to see stats. He's exclusively playing Jazz Jackrabbit. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. <laughs> all the numbers. That's, that's, that's all I want. Which is funny. I always hated math, but I just, I don't know. I, I think it just boils down to statistics. I like to see progression in numbers. I don't know. It's a the sense of accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, a great sense of accomplishment. Yeah, um, I see. I we Nick uh, has has been quoted as saying that any of the like RPGs and stuff are forever alone games. So at least you're playing fighting games where they're not forever alone games. I always think I'm really good at fighting games, and then I take it to online and I get humbled within you know the first couple of matches, and I usually just go back to uh, you know playing through the storyline over and over again. Yeah, that's literally like the one thing that I'm like, man, Injustice 2 looks so cool and I love the comics that go with it and I loved the first one, but goddamn, like if I'm not the worst at fighting games. Prime example. Yeah, embarrassingly bad. Uh, and then somebody will inevitably be like, dude, check out this Evo tournament where this guy did like an 86 hit combo. And I'm like, you know what? That guy lives in his mom's basement. So I win. The throne of Mountain Dew bottles. <laughs> he doesn't live in his mom's basement. He's a millionaire and he does whatever the hell he wants to. So that's, <laughs> that's the sad part. Yeah. Including that one dude that uh, touched that girl's butt or whatever. And then he got in trouble for it because it was on live stream and he tried to pretend like he didn't. 
That was crazy. I didn't see that. I uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like some Evo tournament. This guy like stood up and like just like butt padded this girl as she was like walking past, and then pretended he didn't do it, and he was one of the competitors. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was literally like like I'm like, dude, that's straight up sexual assault. Like, there's you can't even be like, no, I but I was just kid. No, you sexually assaulted somebody. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry <laughs> that you are a terrible human being. Anyway, so uh, sorry, I kind of cut you off there. Um, so wh- why why do you I guess why do you want to write for the site and uh, what kind of articles are you thinking about bringing to the table just kind of to give the listeners an idea because I assume that most of the people who listen to this also read the site at least that's our hope. Well, um, my big shtick here lately in the past even couple of years was uh, it's been MOBAs. Um, started off with League of Legends. Um, that game got absolutely aggravating to me. So, you know, I had always said the day that Blizzard came out with its own MOBA, it would be probably the end of my social life as we know it. And um, so far, that prediction's come true. Uh, as soon as I heard Heroes of the Storm was doing, you know, alpha and beta, I tried to get in as soon as possible. Been playing that pretty much ever since. And, um, I, you know, I, I just, it's, it's a love of the video game culture, and it's a bit of a passion of mine, something I grew up with. And I'm really kind of wanting to just, you know, share that with the world, whether it be, you know, coverage on something new coverage on something a little bit old. Um, I like to always go back and replay some of the older games of my childhood and see how they hold up now, you know, uh, see if there's any sort of, you know, even social relevance in some of the, like some of the older RPGs that had, you know, a more in-depth story. Right. Yeah. It's, it's always kind of weird. Cause you can definitely see like the, the shift in, in culture, even if games like aren't were devs, in the country. Like I'm not just talking strictly like, like Japanese games or whatever. Like just if you go back and look, look at like Tony Hawk. Oh yeah. You're just like, what the hell? What the hell? Like the music is so terrible. All the style is so terrible. All the, all the shit that we thought was so cool when we were like teenagers where I'm like, Oh my God, that's awful. No, it's still cool. Dude. I don't think we ever hit like, we never hit like eighties levels of bad, but I think like the two thousands were pretty, pretty rough. We were getting close. We were really getting close. Yeah, dude, like the early 2000s, the late 90s. Oof, yikes. Except for, you know, Jinko jeans are back, which is which is awesome for the Hardy Boys since they wrestle again now, apparently, in WWE. <laughs> no, they, they, you know they've been wrestling for a while. It's just... Yeah, just not in their Jinkos. <laughs> yeah, that's what's back. I think those are the exact same pair of Jinkos they wore, like, beforehand, too. So. Yeah, he just, had the, he just had the one pair that he got at, like, like Kmart that had the straps on it. Sweet. He just took the straps off because his mom told him he couldn't wear them to school. You're gonna trip someone. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna trip someone. You'll hurt yourself or others. You'd be a bad man. Take those garbage pants off. Yeah. Ain't nobody want to see that. Your your grandma's not gonna like it. She can see your underwear sticking out on the back of them. <laughs> that's a literal conversation that I had with my family when I was growing up. So that's fun. That's good. All right. Well, um, I know we're only a few minutes into the show, but uh, for anybody who doesn't know, we actually switched uh, formats here. We we actually uh, have joined a a larger podcast network. So, um, Sean, did you want to tell them a little bit of information about the new podcast network that we're on? Yeah. So um, I I met a guy and we kind of talked and uh, I showed him our uh, showed him the podcast and uh, his name's Ricky. He's a really awesome guy. So uh, I told him, oh, hey, man, you know, I know you do this podcast stuff. So we just started this new podcast. and It's really bad. So could you, like, give me some, like, pointers, maybe a little, little like, oh, maybe if you went in this direction or, or try something like this. That's all I was looking for. I'm not trying to, like, whore us out and, like, in hopes of anything happening. No, that's our job. We do that. <laughs> we do that ourselves. 
you do that. I don't like to do that. That's not me. I, know, it's, it's so <laughs> I, I just always feel awkward about it. So anyway, uh, Ricky came back to me and was like, dude, I really like this. Y'all's show is really good. And he offered to uh, kind of take us on as uh, one of their new shows on the network. Uh, and uh, the network that we're now under is Astro Panda Productions. And they have a lot of like entertainment kind of shows. Uh, their other shows are really good. And in my opinion, we, we don't hold, hold a candle to them. But I, I really like them. And uh, if, uh, if Ricky likes us, then I'm happy. And that means that someone has faith in this horrible thing that we do. Yeah, yeah. People other than people who are related to us, moms. That's it, right? Yeah, our moms. We always say our moms listen. We keep saying this, and and it's it's true. Like our wives don't care. They're like, oh, you did a thing, great. Yeah, I heard you doing it. I was trying to sleep, and you were annoying me. So I'm very proud of you for doing whatever thing you did. But can you shut your face now? Like that's pretty much how our wives handle us doing this because we're grown adult men. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, as an aside from that, uh, I brought it up because. Uh, we actually have some, uh, some sponsors that we're going to have to throw to now, uh, for a quick commercial break. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back and then we're going to get into as usual, uh, what we did in gaming this week. So, uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay. And we are back. We appreciate you guys hanging out through that and taking a listen to those. Uh, it really, uh, it helps us and the uh, podcast network we're a part of out. So that's really cool. You guys, I'm glad you made it through. So, uh, boys, men, boys, boys, mans, uh, what did you do, uh, this week in gaming? Uh, Piper, you want to start? I will start, uh, this week in gaming, uh, has been really, I don't, I honestly don't remember what we played because <laughs> it'll be the same thing for you and I. Um, we have been playing some Diablo three season. Was it, are we on 10? Is this uh, nine, nine or 10? I don't remember. Whatever. I mean, we, I've never played any. I, I literally just bought the expansion so that you and I could play a dungeon mode like last week, last week. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, we've been playing that a bunch. I've been playing a little bit by myself. Um, and then Matt and I've been playing some, how have you enjoyed the experience? Uh, it's, um, better it's than better. you remember. Yeah. It's better than it, it used to be. It also helps when you have a, a crew like, cause you know, I mean, granted it's just you and I, it's still a group, <laughs> uh, which makes it significantly better. Cause when you play Diablo, just by yourself or with the same like one person or two people that you've played with for years, it's not as fun because you're not like experiencing new things with like a new team or whatever, but you and I have not played a lot of those games together, surprisingly, even though they're yeah. some of your favorites. So I, do. I love, I love those action RPGs like that. Like I'm constantly hunting for like really good Diablo clones because I've, I've beaten all the Diablos and you know, I've beaten Torchlight one, Torchlight two and, we play Path of Exile, so I'm always looking for something new to to try out. And uh, oh, oh, we did play that Viking game, that yeah. nonsensical Viking one that was uh, who Calypso developed it. What was it called? Yeah, the Vikings Wolves of Midgard. Yeah, that's yeah. And you know what? I'm enjoying myself with that too. Not as much as thro- throwback to Diablo, but mm-hmm. uh, that is fun. And that one I can play alone because I'm super like I love Viking mythology and and that kind of stuff. And it's a, it it's very loosely based on that stuff, but it is enough that it keeps me very interested. Even when I'm not playing with somebody, cause they're telling stories about gods and you have to go raiding and you know, you got to You have to get collect so much stuff to build your altar and you got to sacrifice blood to your God to make them happy to give you, you know, experience points. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of neat. I like it. I said blood for the blood God, blood for the blood God. 
Hey, sweet Uncle Lima skulls for the sacrifices. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were uh, doing that, and that game was pretty fun. Other than the fact that nobody had the same accent in the game, so yeah. it's like there's not a single like Scandinavian accent there. Regional inconsistencies. There's no consistencies. Like, oh, that guy, he's obviously British, and that guy, he might be Australian, and that lady is just like from Brooklyn. So why are you? That bugs the crap out of me too. I don't know why. It's always been a take of mine. That's one of my issues with Game of Thrones, and and Matt, we've talked about that before. I love Game of Thrones, but nobody has the same accent. There could be like two people in the same town that are from that town and they don't sound the same. One is distinctly like Irish. And then the other person might have a very like super like proper British accent. And you're like, no, you, you are neighbors. You neighbors need to sound the same. At least try. Yeah, no, I, I think it's because like, for some reason, and this is this is this is not just relegated to 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 fantasy and popular fiction. For some reason, when when you think fantasy, you think like English accent, and I think yeah. it's just because it's for some reason in my head, it's like it's fancy, right? So it's it's fancy fantasy people, and in, in in you know, especially kings and stuff, they're in their fancy clothes. They're obviously English, because why not? Right. And at least they're trying. At least they're not like Kevin Costner in it with uh, with Robin Hood, where everybody everybody is, has this British accent, and then Kevin Costner does Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and what else? There was uh, another movie that was like that too. It was uh, with uh, Tom Cruise, The Last Samurai. No, well, but yeah, well, he was supposed to be a white guy in that. <laughs> no, it, was, uh, it was like a in Nazi Germany. Oh, oh Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, right. Not even an attempt at a, a German accent or any no. accent. No. <laughs> Just Tom no. Cruise being Tom Cruise. Yeah. Exactly. And that, that bothers me. That really pulls me out. But, you know, I, I, I could get over it with Game of Thrones because it's a damn good show. You know what? I think out of three episodes, we've mentioned a Scientologist in all three episodes. This is our fourth episode now. <laughs> we're, we're, they're going to get turned on to us and, and uh, they're no. either going to be fans or it's, they're going to be mailing us like heads. I've been saying not nice things and uh, I don't want them to stand outside of my house with signs. So we, uh, team Tom Cruise, team Tom Cruise. <laughs> Whatever you guys need. That's what uh, I, is that all? Is that all we've been playing? Oh no. Last night we, uh, we started playing Paragon. That's, that's the new one. Oh my God. So yeah, Paragon. So Corey, you haven't played Paragon yet, right? You're planning on playing it with us literally as soon as we're done recording this for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I looked a little bit into it today. It looks like a really pretty game, but I'm just kind of curious as to what it is exactly. I mean, I know it's an MMO. It is a no. It's not an MMO. It is a rock solid MOBA. Oh, like, really? Yes. It is, so, it is. If Dota's Dota's purchasing system had a baby with Hearthstone, and then that had a baby with Smite, and then they <laughs> stole a bunch of characters from things that already existed. Yeah, it's it's very like uh, the mechanics are very like very similar to Smite, uh, but to me it it's very much like it reminds me of World of Warcraft PvP mixed with Smite because you can actually there's the the movement is very like fluid and you can jump and all this other stuff and you can you know it's not like oh I'm gonna climb up this wall or anything but there, it, it's very movement heavy. Uh, and the movement actually matters. If if there's a bullet coming towards you and you step to the right or left, you you that bullet misses you. It's it's it truly plays, skill shots. Yeah, it plays like a third 
person shooter almost in some sections. Kind of. Depending on who you're playing with. It's it's a man. I'm really I really like it. Epic did a solid job, and I don't know why I haven't heard anybody talk about. Oh, I play this game. Yeah, we we did we did a, an article for it a lot. Like I wrote an article for it just when the trailers came out before it was in open beta, I think. But I really didn't hear much about it after it came out. I, I was excited because I believe at the time Smite had come out on Xbox One, but there was no MOBA available on uh, PS4. And I had a PS4, and I was really excited because I had heard that it was going to be on PS4. Now, of course, we ended up playing it on uh, PC. PC because PC Master Race. But uh, well, you know. we, we I wanted to play it on PC just because I got a buddy that he uh, he gave me the a founders uh, like a founders pack uh, key for it, so I was able to get all the you know all the gods forever the gods. I guess they're not gods, but. I guess I think it's might, but you know, all the characters I get them when they release. So uh, that's the only reason I want to play on PC. Yeah. I mean, which is, it, it easily translates to console. It's not like a, Oh, you have to play this on PC kind of game. Well, I was messing with it playing on my controller just for funsies while we were playing it. It, it does. It works really, really well. I was actually very surprised about how well it worked. Um, Cause I was just keep my 360 controller hooked in because I'm not a dummy and I don't want to play, you know, like platforming games on my, Stupid keyboard. This ain't that's 1994. Dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb. Ain't nobody want to do that. Ain't nobody like no arrow keys. Get out of here. Um, so yeah, it's it's been interesting. But I've discovered that like I'm only good with very specific characters too, mm-hmm. which like that's pretty standard on MOBA. But like I picked a melee character and got stomped. Like I got my face stomped. And it's Are like, you it's usually just, a melee guy or? Uh, I'm usually a, just a healer of any kind, but there's, when you first start, there's not really any like support, support characters available to you. Um, you have to earn them. So like the way it kind of works is like, they almost don't want you playing characters that they know are too hard for you at first. So the characters unlock by day. So like you have to like, Oh, once I beat my third day missions, then it'll unlock the intermediate characters or whatever. So it's kind of interesting, but it does have it does have a little bit of uh, give us your money uh, to it because to get unlocked for certain characters, you have to do what's called masteries for them. So like your character will level, but you won't get anything for it except for like you'll get like a like a loot crate essentially. But um, to to get the masteries, it's some super expensive amount of in game money, or it's twenty dollars real life money per character. I think if you level the character up high enough, it unlocks mastery. I don't think you, if you want to skip it, if you want to skip through all that and get all the good stuff, then you can pay in game or real human dollars, but it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I was looking at that today and like a thousand of these weird in game monies is like 20 bucks. And to, uh, to get a character mastery is like 1300 coins so you would have to buy a $20 chip and then another like five or ten dollars worth of in-game currency which is just insane like that's some of those some of those skins are like six and seven hundred yeah it's crazy in-game currency it's yeah yeah, it's not cheap no 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 but you know we're so far i played my first game against people before we started recording and uh i didn't do too bad my team won uh but i did play uh my just my same character that I always play. One of my two characters, the magical so, man. I couldn't even no. Um, it was the the lady with the the staff that has like the slowing abilities. I think it's like 
Drecker or Drecka or something like that. I don't know. The, the lady I played last night that I just absolutely dominated the scoreboard with. Oh, oh you got like the 11 kills and everybody else had like six. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I played as her because obviously, like that was my that was my that was my niche character. So I'm rocking her, and then I'm rocking the lady with the weird scorpion tail robot arm. See, I haven't I haven't played her yet. She looked uh, she looks kind of sweet. I played against her today, and she wrecked me. So I might I might have to. That's how I usually judge who I'm going to buy. How much destruction they they drop on your face? Yeah, yeah. You're like awesome. I didn't even I didn't even get away from my turret before I was dead. Got to buy that character. The problem is it's it's some dude who's way more suited to play that character than me. It's kind of like when I'm playing Overwatch and I see some dude who's a really good Genji and I'm like I'm gonna Genji Genji that guy because I'm gonna show him I'm better. I'm not better. No, <laughs> I can't be better. I I will never be as good as that guy because it actually takes skill to play those characters. And I think this game is gonna be that way too. It turns out that that guy's actually a grandmaster. <laughs> Yeah, and that guy like, actually oh, is Genji in real life. <laughs> yeah, he's playing with a sword in his hand. He's just like hawk, 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 hawk. that. That would be funny if he was Cyborg Ninja from Metal Gear. That'd be hilarious. Like he's just like he's like he's like you know how I control it? I cover my junk and do cartwheels down a hallway. <laughs> That's a Metal Gear Solid Two joke. You're all welcome. Anybody listening? You that one's free. You're welcome. Yeah, that guy over there. Yeah, yeah, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> I hope you like my nude cartwheel man joke. Yeah, new car- Yeah, that you won't understand because you didn't play games in the two- early 2000s. Um, Does your mom play games now? No, actually, my mom is the reason I play video games. Really? Which is kind of interesting, yeah. she. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, we got a Nintendo in our house. She turned you on to the Mario. Well, no, she, uh, she actually really likes Tetris. My mom's an engineer. So she really likes Tetris, like the like how pieces fit together and being able to speed the parts up and stuff. And so, so just Russian stuff. Yeah, just yeah. Hashtag only Russian things. Only like Russian our president. What? Oh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to edit that one out. Yep, we're gonna have to edit that out. Hey, everybody, you're gonna wonder why there was just a gap there. It's a secret you'll never know. Yeah, no, but my mom used to really like to play uh, Tetris, and we used to like compete when I was a little kid. Um, to see who could get like a higher score. And then I had it on my game boy too. So anytime we were on like a long trip, she would play one and then I play one and we just see who got the higher score. So she's really one of the big reasons I play games at all. So that's, that's, that's interesting. That's, yeah. it's, it's funny that you say that because my dad, uh, my dad, he played video games with me. Like it seemed begrudgingly uh, when I was <laughs> really little, like Nintendo, like we play Mario and, and, you know, like DuckTales and, you know, Chippendales Rescue Rangers and all those like, you know, the good uh, the good Capcom games and the good Nintendo like first party titles. Right. But the game one game that my dad actually played that I, I remember that he like uh, went out on his own and he was like, I'm going to play this game was Tetris. He loved Tetris. He loved it so much that I remember that was the one of the things that he had to take with him when he went to Africa because my dad was he was army. So he got deployed to Somalia and uh that's you tell me tell me stories about that's what he did over there when they weren't doing anything they were just playing tetris on game boy and he was the the tetris king of somalia so they (laughs) carry him around on a chair and they feed him grapes and all this we're gonna need to get you a t-shirt that says uh grandson of the tetris king of somalia or whatever not my dad not my grandpa (laughs) son of the tetris king of somalia yeah, then, you just, a, then when just some people give you shit, you just be like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I, I am? <laughs> no one will get that joke at all, ever. I am the son of the mighty Simoleon Tetris King. <laughs> then you can start sending people emails and asking for money and just say, my Tetris King father, you really need to just send me a million dollars. He's in jail. He's in, He's in jail. jail. <laughs> he needs the new Tetris. 
He needs the if new Tetris. If you send a million dollars, you'll get four million back. That's right, because exchanges and exchange systems are something. And then diamonds somewhere. Uh, no, there is no free toaster. Do not talk about toaster bonanza. That's a joke from a web a web series. If anybody gets that, leave a comment. Uh, anyway, so Corey, how about you? What did you uh, What did you play this last week? Uh, well, they uh, they did open up the open beta for the uh, Heroes of the Storm uh, 2.0 that they're about to do, which I don't know if you guys are really like. Oh, you guys man. know what's going on with that? Yeah, yeah. It's um, they're revamping pretty much the entire like shop and the way they do uh, rewards. There's like three different kinds of currencies now, as opposed to just the one. They got it to where you no longer have to spend real life money to get skins. Um, you can actually get them in the loot crates, kind of along the same lines as Overwatch. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, I was I was sick of like having to actually spend dollars to get one of those skins because they're so yeah. sweet. But I'm like, no, no way am I gonna I'm gonna buy a sixty dollar like pack of skins just so I can get that one. You know, that I have to have right, right, and then. Uh, you know, hats off to Blizzard. I also read something they uh, released about the whole master skin situation that they kind of took that out of context, you know, charging 10,000 gold for a master skin. And, you know, stupid. Yeah, because then you're faced with the problem of, okay, do I want to buy this master skin or do I want to buy a new champ? You know, that's, you know, nine chances out of 10, you're going to buy the new hero before you are his skin. So, especially if it's a new, new hero, because their new, new heroes are consistently broken. Pretty broken. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to be on, if you want to be on top, you're gonna to drop that fifteen thousand gold for somebody brand new. Exactly. There's a reason they're banned like every single game. Which yeah, that also got me the opportunity to play Cassia, which was the uh, Diablo two Amazon. They just dropped. I ended up actually buying her on my regular account. I really enjoyed her. But yeah, like you said, broken, crazy, crazy burst damage, blinds, all that jazz. And then I heard you guys talking about minion masters, so I uh, I decided to uh, <laughs> give it an old download. That's, it's it's a solid game. Man. I was on that train and off that train faster than anything I've ever played in my life. I was like, you know what? Like, I got my like five cards I started with, and I'm I'm not gonna give them money for that game. Like, I'm sorry. I if maybe if I wasn't getting stomped consistently by people who had bought a bunch of cards, I would I would spend some down the road. Uh, I did it once in a while with Hearthstone when I was playing that. You know, buying a pack here and there, but like. Hearthstone, you can you can build a pretty solid deck without dropping a bunch of coin on it. Too much, right? Yeah. But oh my god, Minion Masters is like, oh, if you want something other than just you know a stick figure that we can throw a grenade at, you're gonna go ahead and need to give us forty dollars. And I'm like, you can go ahead and eat the giantest bag of dicks. No, dude, you just need to put some time into it. I have a really really good assortment of cards, and I have not spent a dime on that game. Oh wait, no, I lie. I did get it in. A humble monthly and i think there might have been like a boost or something in there yeah because it is just awful i hate i, I, like I can't it. take it dude i got i get stomped every round i don't know how i'm supposed to get new money to get new mo- cards when i get stomped every round just don't lose quit losing i can't get good son I, that game is not a skill-based game it is very much based on what your cards are well yeah i got yeah well no <laughs> if you know Too the old. counters yeah if you know the counters and you you play like if you played uh the well, there's a phone game what was it uh the uh Clash Royale so let if me you stop play, you right there if if I played a phone game <laughs> the answer is no I, there are a handful of mobile games that I like and I I did play Clash Royale which is it's essentially the exact same game uh just not good looking uh, <laughs> and it doesn't it's you know it looks like Clash of Clans and 
that's a horrible like that company is just like a big old you know pile of garbage but um i did like that game i, I played it for a couple weeks so it was at least slightly enjoyable and but if you know how to play that game and i think that's why it was easy for me to transition into to minion masters and i didn't hate it i didn't think it was a bad game it's just not the best game you could play i'd rather play hearthstone hearthstone's way better yeah, I mean, it's it. You and I were really just playing it between matches while WrestleMania was on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for that, it's whatever. I'm not going to play it anymore. It can die in a fire. I can't do it, man. I get so mad. Like, I don't usually get mad at games, but that game, for some reason, I'm like, dude, you have like 86 cards that you just keep throwing at me that I don't have any, like, I cannot do anything to you. So, I'm finished. Like, I'm good. I just I just closed out, and I was like, I'm going to switch over to something else that I know I can win at. And then I switched over to something else, and I didn't win at that either. So <laughs> maybe I'll, I'm I'll, just bad. I'll teach you how to play the game. I'll, I'll make you a nice little uh, a little guide, and you could sit there, and you can be good at Minion Masters. I promise. Why you got to make me a guide? Why don't you write one for the site? And it's just, no, it's only going to be specific for you, because nobody's going to play that game. I don't think there's a lot of people playing it, and every person I play against, they're like South America. So I don't know if it's like big there or if it was developed in South America, but there's a huge, a huge player base. All right. Well, anybody who's listening to this, uh, friend us online and then tell Sean, you play, you know, Minion Minion Masters. Masters. Because I I want, I just wanted to see like, it'll be the only thing we get tweets. We give games away and nobody tweets us. We'll just be like, who played Minion Masters? You just get like 75 people. (laughs) I love that game. It's so good. I'm the best at that game. I love it. I have t-shirts. I'm like, there's t-shirts? What's happening? What? DIY t-shirts. Yeah, it just it just has like just a circle on it with an eyeball. It's like, this is my card. This is my favorite card. I'm like, nondescript eyeball monster? Sweet. Good for you. He's the best. He's He is the best. He's un, he's unstoppable. I spent $60 out of my mom's wallet to get him. Good. That's why I'm losing all the time and I don't play it anymore. Because you didn't steal enough of your mom's credit cards. Because I didn't steal enough of my mom's money and it makes me want to flip a table. Everything, everything is horrible. So, anyway, uh, what what else did you play, Corey? Was that it? Oh no, I uh, like I always say, I like try to go back and like play some of the older games in my uh, yesteryears, and I actually started through uh, another. Please say it's Jack Final... Jackrabbit. No, no, it's Final Fantasy X. And oh, that's a good game. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy of mine. He uh, purchased a remaster for it. I was watching him play it for a while and it made me incredibly nostalgic. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And I still have my old PS2 with the original save file. I loaded up the save file and had no idea what was going on in my game. So I started over again. And uh, I found out the hard way that, you know, this was before a time where you can skip the cutscenes because, you know, the cutscenes were pretty big for back in the day. So. Sorry, you need to invest 45 minutes in this little movie that we made, and then you can play for two minutes and then an hour and a half cutscene. If I could ever look back on the statistics of my life, I would want to know how many hours did in Final Fantasy X cutscenes alone. Because it's <laughs> got to be an astronomical number at this point. But yeah, no, I'm just going through, enjoying it still. I really always loved the leveling system in that game, the sphere grid. I always thought it was really original, um, surprisingly customizable. Um, and it's one of those uh, kind of bucket list games for me, too, because it's one of those games that I played a lot in the day, but never really got all the little nooks and crannies into it. So I'm actually going through and trying to get, like, you know, all of the summons and all the crazy items and, you know, having to reach, you know, charge your weapon to max power and going through all that stuff without the assist of the old game shark from back in the day. So Wasn't that re-released for PS4 recently? 
PS4 and then PC, yeah. I think they did like a package bundle where it's like uh, Final Fantasy X and X2. Oh, X2 is garbage, dude. Oh, man. It's so bad. <laughs> the only thing I liked about it was the general play of the game as far as um, like characters, storyline, all that. I hated it, but I just, I liked the idea that they were bringing back the idea of uh, like the red mages, you know, you hadn't seen those. And mm-hmm. I don't even remember if it was in six or anything. You know, they, they definitely had like a more nostalgic throwback to uh, to their combat system and that. And that's what I liked about it. But other than that, it just, yeah, it was a little bit on the lackluster side. It stank up the place a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that I've played uh, any of the Final Fantasies after like eight. Like it's, and I didn't even play, I was never like a big Final Fantasy guy. I, I don't know why. I just wasn't. I, I, I kind of liked the, um, the MMOs. A little bit, uh, just because I like the graphical style that they use, where they're kind of like weird, tall, elf-like looking things for all the characters. But I, I've never played it. I, I do want to play 15, though. 15 looks awesome, and I've not picked it up yet. I, I need to get it, because it looks sweet as hell. You know, I have it, and it's, it's wrapped up still. I have not taken it out of the box. Well, because I didn't, I didn't want to install it on my PS4, because it's giant, and that was, you know... I have the I have the 500 gig hard drive of mine. I have I wasn't fancy and I didn't buy the little external upgrade thing. But now yeah, dude, gotta it, get that Nyko, son. That thing is the best purchase I've ever made. I know I want to get one, but now that they support the external hard drives, uh, I just I threw on a, a two terabyte external, and now I'm I got all my games loaded on there. So I'm probably gonna next couple of days I'm gonna open that up and I want to play it because uh, I got friends that are always like posting like videos and clips and stuff from it. I'm like, man, this game looks really cool. So I'm I finally I got enough hard drive space i can install it on my uh on my ps4 and and give it a give it a little go and see how how good or terrible it is yeah i I have a copy of yakuza zero that's sitting sealed still but i have like the really fancy edition for for ps4 that came with like a steel case one uh it came with like business cards or something a business card i don't know (laughs) but i was was gonna do like a i was gonna do like a quick unboxing video of it but i just haven't had any time so i need to just knock that out and publish it so that uh, i can have the game to play because i don't like to do like those fake ass unboxings that some people do where they like have it open already and they already know what's in there. Oh, look at this. Look at, it's amazing. I got, can you believe it? I got this mouse pad. I'm like, dude, it's all dusty. We're just using it. You just threw <laughs> it back like, in a box. like Doritos on it. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. Mm, he just Uh-oh. licks it. He's like, mm, it tastes so good. Um, so yeah, no, I, uh, I need to do that with that as well. So, um, I have been playing uh, Paragons and Minion Masters as well. Um, but I also, uh, I when I told you I got annoyed with uh, many Minion Masters, I switched to a different game. Yes. Uh, I went over to Ghost in the Shell Sack uh, First Assault Online. Is that a free game? It, it is free in the weirdest way possible. <laughs> um, Go on. I have like a, uh, I, I bought a pack. Uh, I think I have like a, like a $10 version of it or something that came with like f- some free crap. But I, I believe it's Nexon. So if that gives you any idea. Oh, dude. So um, so there's like 12 types of currency, and you're not going to be able to buy <laughs> certain things. With like, no, seriously, have you, have you ever played a Nexon game, Corey? <laughs> no. They are infamous for like, okay, like here's these four. Like, so here's your in-game currency that you get from killing whatever, right? So, so you're gold, right? So here's this. And then we've got like diamonds. And diamonds, you buy it with your own money. So there's that. Well, then we have like this other thing that looks like a shark head. And then now that you get that by fighting animals in the wild, 
and then skinning their pelts off and then wearing them with uh, with nothing on but you're just nudity rubbing on the inside of the animal skin <laughs> and only when the moon is out and then you get like five coins for that the thing i hate about nexon is they actually make decent games but if they weren't such scumbags about all like the purchasing and stuff like they they actually have some legit games like uh, i remember that we used to play uh vindictus yeah dude that game is great i love that I love game it. it's so pretty but you cannot progress in it unless you spend a shit ton of money god it's so sad i was right it is it is next on by the yeah, way it makes they make all kinds of like really like interesting like decent games like uh and, and Corey, I know you you know what Maple Story is, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. They they make they make Maple Story. See the the thing that really is kind of depressing about it is they have a new game that just came out or is about to come out called Lawbreakers. So it's like it's like Overwatch with like lots and lots of like flying around and a ton of cursing. But is it wasn't it made by one of the guys who was like did, there's somebody like super famous from old school PC days connected to that, right? I, I think so. I don't remember who it was. Maybe somebody from like Unreal or Doom or something like that. Yeah, but, dude, the game looks so sweet, but like it's they they drop so many f bombs in the trailer. It's like nobody. No, who who are you marketing for this? This is like sixteen year old, just like punk kids. Like, yeah, I'm gonna swear at you when I'm sitting at my computer and my game's going to swear at you too. Ha! Yeah. It's, it's one of those kids that like Sean and I were talking the other day. Cause like we had, we had a funny idea for a t-shirt that had an F bomb on it. And we were like, well, we, we just, we're not comfortable like making t-shirts that have the F word on it just because you know, we're adult men right. and we, we're just, we don't need to be printing that. Cause like, it's not about free speech. It's more about like, I don't really have a need to offend somebody else with, with what I'm saying. If I can avoid it. Like, I don't really just want to, to have that conversation with anybody but like we're, we're like no nah, we don't know uh, our t-shirts with an f-ball on it but the kid who's gonna enjoy this game he's got an f-word t-shirt it's just a giant t-shirt with just the f-bomb right in the middle of it just printed all over it that's it yeah. it's just some pattern it's just like some typography pattern it just it's just every single font known to man wingdings included right. yeah yeah it's just from top to bottom and then just and then just just he just got a belt buckle that says it too just for good measure because he's like I want I wanted it on the top of my dick. Like, well, <laughs> In case Mama you forget, my mom let me get the tattoo because I'm only 16 and I sound like this because I smoke 14 packs a day. I steal them from my grandma. She doesn't know. She's on too many Xanax. Virginia Slims. Yeah, <laughs> Virginia Slims and Xanax. She only drank Old Crow and she drank it straight out of the bottle. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I've been playing the, the Ghost in the Shell. And, like, the thing with the Ghost in the Shell game is, like, so, like, I was I was just feeling all Ghost in the Shell-y because I went and saw the movie. Um, and I actually am in the minority in that I enjoyed the movie. Um, I, I, people are going to hate it, but I enjoyed it. Uh, if you're curious at all, uh, on our sister podcast, uh, Nerds at Drive-Ins, I actually did, like, a quick sit-down with uh, Zero Ping on it. So if you want to listen to that, you can jump over and listen to that. And uh, there's a written review uh, over at nerdlifetx.com. So you should go read that if you want to know what I think about it. But uh, after seeing the movie, I was feeling pretty nostalgic. I wanted to play some Ghost in the Shell games. Uh, I have a lot of the console games, but I was just like, eh, this is on here. And I was getting annoyed with, you know, Minion Masters. So I, I popped it in. And uh, it's interesting. It's like, it, it, it basically like Call of Duty-ish. Like it's just one of those like kind of like a mindless shooter, except for like you can call in your Tachikoma. And so like certain like missions and stuff and all the guns are fully automatic, which means there's no like 
I mean, besides the sniper rifles. So, like, if you want to shoot somebody and you want to do, like, burst fire, you actually have to, like, tap the button. So there's some skill involved. There's, like, some dudes that are really good at it. Like, they, if you go onto the forums, there's guys talking about firing patterns and all this crazy stuff about, like, they're super into, like, how each gun works and when, you know, if you're in this short throw map, you want to go to this one. And, like, it's kind of interesting. It's got, like, an interesting community behind it. And uh, you get to, like, you know, uh, each character has like their own thing. Like Borama, he has like a giant arm rocket launcher that he can use. And Kusanagi has her, um, uh, her thermoptic camo. So she can like, if you kill enough people, you get a high enough score, you can turn on your thermoptic camo. But it's really cool because if you, you know, like it's kind of like um, in a MOBA where like, you know, if you kill enough people, you charge up and you eventually get your alt. Uh, it kind of works like that. Only uh, you can do a double charge on it. And if you, double charge it lasts a little bit longer and the other players around you can tap the alt button at the same time and they can clone your alt so like if you're invisible and you get a level two invisibility like turned on your camouflage turned on everybody around you can tap their q key which is like the alt key Mm -hmm. and they can all get thermoptic camo as well now they get the level one camo you get the level two but it's still kind of sweet that you can sync your ability with the rest of your team so that's kind of neat but yeah i uh i also played earlier like after our last podcast i played a little bit of for honor and uh, i thought it was pretty funny because we were talking about um how crappy it was that like things were so expensive in that game and uh apparently i saw someone online there was on reddit there was a bunch of people were talking about doing like a literal strike where they would just not play for honor for a day and apparently ubisoft saw that and was like no 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 no. we were just kidding uh we'll uh make things cheaper so they immediately like pushed an update out uh, all matches steel income is increased by 25%. Daily orders for steel are increased by 33%. Side order income increased by 50%. Community order steel rewards increased from 500 to 1000 to 2000 steel, which basically they, they almost doubled uh, what you get for like community events and everything else is up by at least 25%. Like, <laughs> That's, it blows my mind. That is just like, oh, that's admitting to the fact that you were just like scanning people. Well, that, that I don't looks, think any of us are surprised. No, but it looks so bad on them, and that's that's why Ubisoft can't maintain a community because they don't appreciate the community and they don't reward anybody for anything. They don't like, yeah. I mean, they don't, like, they the don't like gamers, and I don't get that. They hate them. No, they love their wallets. They hate them as like a as a person. Yeah, like as people, you're garbage. But as as dollar signs, you you better keep that flowing. Um, yeah. Well, it's you know we were having a conversation about like. Uh, at Christmas time, there was a, a big backlash on Blizzard for the uh, the May skin because everybody thought it was trash. They're like, it's 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 winter, and you gave us a garbage May. Like everybody was mad because May's whole thing is she freezes things, so everybody expected this amazing May skin, and basically she just has a Santa hat. Yeah, yeah, for all the money. Yeah, it was super expensive. It was three thousand gold. Yeah, and Blizzard came out and was like, "Dude, we're so sorry. Like, we actually thought that we had done enough to make it merit that." Um, but like they came out and formally apologized. That's how you handle it. If you don't want to piss people off, uh, you don't just, you don't just see somebody going, yeah, by the way, we're going to stop playing your game for an entire day. So you won't make any money, you know, unless you do that. We've essentially had to hold their game hostage before they would listen. It should never come to that ever, ever, ever. And look what Blizzard did with the next seasonal event after that. Look at the 3000 gold skins that they released. They were awesome. They were crazy. Everyone since then has been crazy. Really and good. before that, they were doing a pretty good job too. But like even some of the 700 ones, while I was like, that's only 700, like that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did a great job with that. So 
But yeah, so uh, we are going to take another break real quick, and then we're going to get into our news story that we want to talk about for the day. Uh, we're going to try and go a little shorter than usual this time because we did have some people say that uh, they kind of wish the show was just a little bit shorter, mainly because they were sick of my voice. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to test this out. Yeah, so we're going to try and cut off uh, a little bit sooner than usual. So uh, we're going to take another short break, and then when we come back, we'll cover our final topic, and we will do our goodbyes. So stick around. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for hanging around through that. So, um, yeah, we, we were trying to decide what we wanted to talk about this week, and I had something that that really kind of like bothered me a little bit, and so I brought it up, and Sean read the article uh, regarding this news topic, and he was like, uh, that's kind of weird. Um, I wouldn't use, so, I don't think weird is the word that I would use for my feelings about this. Yeah, frustrated, shitty is what I would say, but rage face um, is, <laughs> yeah. So, um, are you guys familiar with Atlas as a company? Um, I know Sean, you and I talked a little bit. I, I, Corey, are you yeah, very, very vaguely? Okay, Sean. Yeah, uh, my all my experience is because I collect a lot of like retro games. I love you know picking up any really anything old. So uh, I know Atlas from all of the RPGs that they did, and like they had a bunch of like you know PS2 and and GameCube games that are really really good. They're regarded as like you know these are like collector must haves. So that's how I know them. Um, I haven't played very many of like their current games like like we're, we're discussing persona 5 I've, I've never played a persona game i know literally nothing about them other than it's a role-playing game but i've always thought oh they look cool and i saw persona 5 and i was like oh man i love the art style i like this i might want to buy it after i read this i was like i don't want to buy this game so yeah that's the same thing i did because i actually like the persona games I, I played one of them when i was on my last trip um i, I really like the persona games i don't cory have you played any of them no, just like Sean, I had never actually played Persona 5, same thing. It looks really cool. looks like it might be right down my alley. but Yeah, so um, they, they kind of work just for anybody who hasn't played them. They, they work a little bit like Pokemon, um, except for they are like Personas. They're essentially like demons that you get to control. Uh, and a lot of the Persona games has like some pretty dark stuff. And I'm, like Nick was talking about uh, in one of our old episodes, there's one character who literally shoots himself in the head, and that's how he brings his Persona out. So like it's they're kind of dark, um, and uh, some of the old ones like uh, Shin Megami Tensei is where I, I think the series kind of started. And back then it was a lot of like hacking, like these monsters that would hack through as physical things, but they could hack in through your computer. But uh, these new Persona games, uh, they can pull their personas in and out. And it, like I said, it kind of works like Pokemon. And they've got different types, and you can you can merge two of them together to make new ones and all this fun stuff. So they're they're really neat. Um, I've never really been excited for a new one to come out until I saw five. Five looks beautiful. Yeah, it's like pl- it's like playing an anime is literally what it looks like. Like it like it's got this great cel shaded art style. It looks gorgeous. It just looks so awesome. And then uh atlas.com put out a press release the big problem is not with the beginning of the press release so much as with the end i'm going to read you the section that i think is the biggest problem uh we have some other issues but i think this is the biggest problem Uh, one of the subheadings says streaming content this being a japanese title with a single playthrough story means our masters in japan are very wary about it sharing is currently blocked through the native ps4 ui however if you do plan on streaming Video guidelines above apply except for length. And we'll get into what those were in a minute. 
This is all in bold text. If you decide to stream past day 7-7, and then in parentheses, I highly recommend not doing this. You have been warned. And that's all in caps, like they're yelling at you. You do so at the risk of being issued a content ID claim or worse, a channel strike slash account suspension. So if you put any footage up on your YouTube channel after day 7-7 in the game, which from what I understand is pretty early on, they will issue a copyright takedown on your channel. And nobody knew how serious they were about this. As of yesterday, people were getting taken down. They're taking this very seriously. And YouTube is siding with Atlas. Which is, uh, this is like this, this is like the Sega mentality where Sega didn't want you doing anything with their games. Nintendo, same way. I don't know what's up with these Japanese companies where they're just like, no, you can't. Sorry. And we win. Like there's, there's no, cause it's their content. So they, they have complete control over it, which, but it's, it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, they steamroll you, and it sucks. So some of the other stuff as far as video content is uh, you have to limit your videos to 90 minutes long at the most. But that's easy. Uh, I mean, who's going to watch a 90-minute video? Well, it's fine unless you're doing an entire playthrough series. Well, yeah, but you no, most of them, they usually break them down to like 15-minute sections or, you know, they'll do yeah. like a chapter or whatever. Right. Um, no major story spoilers, which whatever. It's understandable. Um, you're not allowed to capture any footage from any boss fights except for one. <laughs> uh, and you must not uh, focus solely on cutscenes slash animations. Uh, your videos should, pro- should prominently feature dungeon crawling slash spending time in Tokyo. Uh, you're allowed to post straight gameplay or have commentary. So essentially they're telling you what you can do with something you've already paid them for. Um, blocking the PS4 UI is not, really that weird uh, i've seen games do it during loading scenes and stuff to kind of prevent you from showcasing something that might be weird that it shows a uh, great example um i i kicked back on um, dragon age inquisition recently and uh that's another thing i played this week that i didn't mention earlier and uh it actually doesn't let you stream while the game is going from the start menu into the game like the loading screen it won't let you stream that which is weird. I don't know why it won't. Oh, okay, so uh, I do. I know a little bit of that. So a lot of these game companies do not have the rights to the music that they use. So uh, because of that, there you you can post a video up even if you've received permission from uh, like a company and they said, yeah, it's cool if you live stream or do a, a let's play or whatever on our game. But if you are playing a uh, cutscene or the loading screens or like credits or something like that. Uh, a lot of those companies, they license that music from the creators. They don't have somebody in-house do it. So they have to pay licensing fees to use it in the game. That does not give people who are creating new content, like, you know, creating, you know, let's plays or commentary or whatever, that does not give them license to use it. So that's why they're, they're, that's why they block you on that is, is to prevent you from getting that, copyright strike on something that they have no control over that the original owners will do and i, and I experienced that when uh, i did like a we were doing a let's play of that new devil may cry that came out the uh, dmc uh, mm-hmm. we got hit with um a, a bunch of claims not 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 any strikes but it was just like oh you can't monetize these videos so, and, and the reason was because you know like sony bmg owned the rights to this song and they are going to make the, you know, whatever the royalties from the ads that are going to roll. So that's understandable. Like I, I totally get that. And just like you're saying, it, it, it makes sense. And that, that doesn't really affect the, you know, 
the the experience that the person's going to get when watching it on like YouTube or watching a live stream. I can deal with that totally. Right, but I just think it's I. You're why are you why are you being so nasty to your fans? Oh, absolutely. like why, why are you doing that? Because because here's the thing: the way it's written and with the sections bolded and caps like that. If if you were using that in a chat channel, that would be yelling yes. or being forceful with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you you don't as a company have a right to talk to the people who bought your product like that unless you're willing to deal with the fallout, which is the consequences from that. Yes. Like if you're going to talk to your fans like that, they're they're gonna they're gonna absolutely destroy you because they don't want to hear it. They don't they don't need their video games talking down to them. Everybody else does. That's why that's why we play games. So we don't have to deal with our dumb lives cuz our lives are all dumb and stupid and terrible and we want to play something that's fun and helps us relax. Like nobody wants to be yelled at by their video game. Just shut the hell up. Get out of here with that. And uh it's pretty interesting. If you type in Atlas on Google, most of what you're going to see right now uh and I believe Jim Sterling brought this up in one of his recent podcasts as well. Most of what you're going to see if you start looking for Atlas stuff right now, is just how pissed people are at them. Like it has gone so far that it's destroyed their SEO. Now the first things that are showing up are not like how great they are. Now it's how awful they are. And that like, Sean, you understand as somebody who does web development for a living, um, how dangerous that can be when your top search results turn into negativity instead of positivity for whatever the product is. True. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it is one of the worst things that could happen to you. If you're only thing that's coming up in, in a search is just like, Oh, look, look at this garbage company. Well, that, that is not going to reflect well, but on the other hand, you know, that's the, the, the saying is, you know, and any press is good press. Right. So, I mean, it's getting people talking about it. It's the people are paying attention and, and it it may make people like, Oh, what is this game that all these people are talking about? Let me check it out. And they're like, Oh, this game looks really cool. I'm going to play it. So it it could be spun both ways. Yeah. They are getting a lot of attention, but it's not positive attention. So how is that going to affect, you know, sales? How is that going to affect, you know, their current, you know, player base? So I I really don't know. I do know that it pisses me off. So yeah, just it makes me not want to buy the game. No, and you know yeah. the sad thing is I'll probably buy it. But still, I I'll buy it used so they don't get any money from me. Exactly. I'll go. I'll go down to the record exchange. Even if even if I want to buy it tomorrow, I'll go buy a used copy uh, from a local place and I'll pay. You know, let's say it's sixty bucks. They'll have it on sale used for fifty three. Yeah. You know, I'll go buy it that way before I'll, before I'll give them money directly because that's bullcrap. Yeah, someone will post it up for sale used on on Craigslist or Facebook, and I'll I'll jump on it then. I'll buy forty five bucks for it. So. Right. But you know, stuff like this just makes me mad, it, but it, it kind of makes me happy that I did. Cause like I, I've, I've always been interested in those games, but I've never touted them as these great games. Cause I've never had the patience to fight all the way through them. Well then when I went on vacation and I discovered this one, I really liked, I'm like, shit, dude, like I'm gonna play this all the time. This thing's awesome. And now I'm like, mm, mm, maybe not sure I'm glad that I didn't jump on that. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I just, I think it's, I'm tired of companies treating their fans like garbage. Uh, especially gaming companies, places like Ubisoft and those kinds of things. The people we always talk about. Uh, yeah, the people we always talk about. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, the companies who are the usual suspects are always going to be the ones that are going to dump all over their uh, fans. Um, I wonder how long that's going to take before people start to rise up against them. And I mean, we did see it with Ubisoft here, and now we're starting to see it with Atlas, who arguably, I mean, Atlas has been around longer probably. But I would I would argue that Ubisoft is is a, a 
a larger developer in the mainstream than Atlas is. Cause Atlas really makes games that a very specific group of people like mm-hmm. um, their fans are their fans and they're always going to be their fans. So yeah. Um, and you're also talking about Ubisoft being a developer and a publisher, whereas that's Atlas true. is just a development studio. So they're going to have, uh, it's probably going to impact them far less because the, the issues with Ubisoft are tend to be further reaching than than something that I think that Atlas is going to run into because they have such a deep fan base that I think that they probably won't see a whole lot of issue with it um, because not right. not everybody not everybody's going to stream the game not everybody's going to make videos there's going to be people that are just going to play the game because they want to play the game and they could you know care less about that so who knows uh, I hope that there is I don't I don't want to say that I want Atlas to be buried by this but I I want I would like them to learn a lesson on how they should be treating people who play that game. Uh, but I'm not going to hold my breath for it. Well, and it's always one of those things, right? It's like, if you tell somebody not to do something, that's exactly what they're going to do. Yes. You know, they, they want to do it more so that really they just shot themselves in the foot. If they would have just sent out a tweet or something and said, Hey, we'd appreciate it. If you were careful about what you, what you recorded, just cause we're, you know, we're very proud of this game and, and we don't want it to be spoiled. And we want to preserve like, it. I would have respected that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have really respected that. However, somebody like me, like if I don't want to know the ending something, I didn't beat the last of us till like a year or two ago. <laughs> so like until the PS4 remaster came out, mm-hmm. but you know what? I didn't look the ending up. Nope. Anything that looked like it was going to tell me the ending. I just didn't look at it. But now you're not going to have a choice, you know, cause I, there's going to be people that are trolling with this now mm-hmm. because they know it's a thing. So I don't know. They just, I feel like they shot themselves in the foot. So, oh well. but uh, yeah, we, uh, we lost Corey, unfortunately, um, but we are about out of time. So uh, really quickly, we just wanted to do like a really quick outro outro. Uh, we wanted to thank uh, our new uh, podcast hosting. Um, we wanted to thank everybody who has been listening to us and, and, uh, all the, the new fans that we've gotten through that process. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Um, if you could, it would mean a lot to us. If you could give us a little review, uh, and rate us, we prefer five stars, but if that's not what you think we deserve, then go ahead and leave that too. Unacceptable. Only five star reviews are accepted. Only, hashtag only five stars. Only five stars. Um, so yeah, if you guys could, could do that for us and uh, check out the sister podcast that I run uh, nerds at drive-ins uh, you will see it. If you search for nerds at drive-ins or if you search for nerd life TX on anything um, it'll come up and uh, it's just a dumb little movie podcast. Uh, I'd like to cover cult films, but I did do a small round table after the ghost in the shell movie came out. So that is up. Um, recently on the site, we've had a few articles go up. We have the full review of ghost in the shell, uh, a beautiful film fans will despise. Uh, we have a impression video about battle princess Madeline and the Kickstarter information. Uh, we have a Kickstarter. We are watching, uh, about a new tabletop game that Sean wrote. Um, we also have a review of another uh, band slash song in my game to this series uh, with master boot record. So um, if you get some time, uh, go ahead and check out the site over there. It is nerdlifetx.com. You can find it on social media, nerdlifetx.com on just about everything. Um, so you can find it on Instagram. Um, what else, Sean? What do we have? Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn, 
dog pile. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. No, just uh, if you got a social, you got a social network of your choice. Uh, search for Nerd Life TX, and we might have an account on there. We might not, but chances are it's there. Yeah, so uh, make sure you check that out. You can follow me on everything. I'm uh, NitroWeasel3K on everything. So uh, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all the things. What about your Grinder account? What's what's your Grinder account? Yeah, you can find my my Grinder account is uh, at Sean underscore Piper. <laughs> so you can you can look for me on there. Uh, so uh, good job. That's good job, that's fun. You're welcome. You're welcome. Shots across the bow. Shots across the bow. Um, So, uh, yes, make sure you check out our other projects. Make sure you like, uh, subscribe if you can. Um, We also want to mention that uh, if you have a project you're working on um, and you want us to take a look at it, please, please, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, You can find us on, you can reach out to either one of us individually. uh, If you prefer talking to one of us and the other, that's cool. Or if you want to just get in touch with the site, you can email info at nerdlifetx.com and uh, that will go directly to Sean. He doles out all of our our work from there. Um, So uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Anything that you guys do, uh, feel free to let us know if you would like us to review it. We do get a a few submissions here and there. We do have other things that are on our plate, so we might not always get to it right away. But anybody who submits something, we do try to take a look at it and we do try to move it to the top of the pile if you specifically have asked us to take a look at it because you know you went out of your way to ask us so we will go out of our way to do our best for you so uh until next time uh we appreciate you being there it looks like Corey rejoined maybe just in time to do a, a sign off here so uh uh Corey, do you have a social media account or any other projects that you want anybody to take a look at uh yeah uh, social media i'm on uh twitter at church of slack and on instagram you can find me at sean michaels lazy eye um <laughs> Which is a great, it's very, very true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As far as projects right now, I'm I'm just trying to get everything going, um, you know, grassroots really at this point, nothing in particular, but a lot of plenty of, you know, plenty of ideas. So keep your eye out on uh, nerdlifetx.com. You'll start to see Corey's stuff appearing hopefully here soon. And uh, until next time, we appreciate you guys watching. Uh, Thanks for stopping by and bye. Bye. Bye guys. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.